Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the Call Center and Contact Center podcast, where we try to give you some actionable items, take back into your contact center, improve the overall agent experience, improve the agent quality, hopefully improve the customer experience as well. My name is Tom Laird. I am the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing. Expedia is a 500 to 600 seat call center outsourcer located here in uh, summery, beautiful Erie, Pennsylvania. How's everybody doing? I hope uh, hope your summer's going well, or at least the, the start of, of summer here. It's kind of official when it's the 4th of July. This is, uh, I'm, I'm recording this on the July 1st. Uh, so yeah, we're, uh, we're winding the week down and getting ready for the long, uh, long weekend. Hey, a couple things that I wanted to talk to you today. So today's episode, you know, I've heard so many, <laughs> I guess, voices in pain asking me how, how we are getting call center associates to come to work, how we're hiring new associates, how are we onboarding and, and kind of the, I don't know, the environment that we're in right now where, you know, there's so many jobs that are unfilled. A lot of people right now are not wanting to go back into the workforce, especially in the service sector, restaurants, the call center aspect of this. So I wanted to talk to you guys today about some of the things that we are doing. We have really not had a huge downturn in our hiring. Um, And I think that's, you know, it's probably the location that we're in here in Erie, Pennsylvania. You know, there is a pretty good work ethic here. Um, there's also, you know, it, it's a, it's a call center. I don't want to say Mecca, but there's a, there's a pretty big skill set for it. So that's one of the, the things, but still it, it, it has been a little bit more difficult. And I know for some of you, it's been beyond difficult. So I want to give you some of our kind of behind the scenes hiring, some of the things that we do that we find that have really worked. Um, and, and hopefully this can, can help you as well. Before I get into that, I want to just kind of talk briefly on the 100% virtual reality contact center that we are in the process of of trying to create. If uh, if you're kind of into what we're about to be doing, we have a uh, YouTube channel that's Expedia VR. We have a Facebook channel, a LinkedIn page that is basically just Expedia VR, right? And again, we were we're trying to think through how can we leverage and kind of show people and, and teach people and, and also learn ourselves about the uses of blockchain and NFTs and cryptocurrency and augmented reality and virtual reality. And how can we package that into the, the customer service center, into customer support? It's not really been too well thought out. So what we, we decided to do is we are going to create the first, I believe, 
100% call center built in, in VR, right? So literally customers wearing uh, the Oculus glasses or, you know, whatever, whatever platform they're on walks into our, or into a virtual office. We'll actually sit down in, 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 in desks and offices with our call center reps and I guess it really wouldn't be call center reps, right? They'd be, I don't know, we probably got to come up with a different name. And we help them the same way that we would. So if we want to reset their password, or if they have a delivery issue, the same way that I can help them over the phone, I can talk to them, you know, over, over in virtual reality, over microphones, kind of the same, same exact way. So we're going to show you all the behind the scenes, all the mistakes that we're going to make, all the triumphs that we're hopefully going to have. Um, we also, looks like, Penn State Barron, which is Penn State's largest branch campus, is located here in Erie. They're going to jump on board and I think support us in in some of the user experience aspects of this too. So really excited about that. So again, check check that out if you're you're kind of into that. All right, let's talk about the the meat and potatoes here of of hiring and and some of the things that we do um, that we have found that really work. So let's first talk about social media. What works? What doesn't work? All right, for for us, the number one social network for hiring for us is Facebook. And I think a lot of people make mistakes or companies make mistakes that they just go on their Facebook page and they post a job organically, you know, hopefully that hope, hope that works, right? So you got to put some money behind this. And there's also um job posts that you can do on your business account on Facebook. I highly suggest that because it will post it organically as well as as a job post. And second of all, you can then throw money behind this thing and geolocate it to make sure that it's hitting the exact areas that you're looking for when you're looking for people. So what do we normally do? I normally have a, I don't know, say a $500 budget for about a two-week period. If we're really under the crunch, I might double that budget. And I just watch it every single day, and, or we watch it, and our, our HR guys watch it, and make sure that you know we're we're getting everything that we we should be out of it. So you know, leads will come in. You gotta hop on them really fast. I mean, and, and I'm saying hopefully that day, at least, and better yet, as soon as they come in, try to call that that rep to schedule an appointment. Uh, there's a these things go stale really quick. And I think that's another mistake that a lot of people make with Facebook is they just wait too long, right, to to get a hold of of the, the person to schedule an interview. You're going to probably have about a 50% no-show rate, 40 to 50% no-show rate um, on these, right? So they're, they're a little bit looser, but I think you can get higher volumes and it, it makes up for it. And some for some of our programs, that's all we do is Facebook. So again, put some money behind it. Don't be cheap. Don't just post on your Facebook page and hope hope that the... Facebook fairies just, you know, deliver your your ads to people in need. But put some money behind it. Make sure you do it on a job post from your business site. And I think you can get some results. The other thing that we found to be really, really successful and super cheap is TikTok advertising. So you can advertise on TikTok for for your job. I'm actually advertising right now the podcast, which has been pretty successful because um, there's, there's a demographic on there. That's something that we have found some success with, especially for programs that we are looking for some some younger type associates. Um, so that's something to check out. I would not post on LinkedIn for call center associates. Um, for us, the only success we've really had on LinkedIn for hiring has has really been you know higher up levels, management, C level positions. That's where we find kind of the value in in, in that. So again, if you're gonna choose one, you got to. I think you're in Facebook. 
and geolocate and target your audience, you know, drill down to, to some of the things that, that there's an interest in. And, and I think you can, you can have some success with, with hiring. The other quick thing with this is make sure, cause you, you will stand out. I guarantee that you put how much you're going to pay the reps in there, right? So even if you're, I don't want to say embarrassed, but if you, you think you're too low, right? Put what you're going to pay them and, and try to put it as a, as a salary for a year, right? It's, it's, much, I don't know, there's a, there's a mental stigma, I think, of, of putting, you know, $12 an hour over if you put $35,000. That sounds a lot better. I think that there's a mental kind of aspect to it. So always kind of put the salary we have found than the, the actual kind of cost per hour. But post that, right? I hate when people hide it because then that just kind of gives a, just a weird feeling about the, about the organization. You may disagree with that, but just, just, do a test sample, and I, and I guarantee you're gonna ha- you're gonna have some better results. So, getting staying with social media, I guess, but but outside of the advertising, the other thing that you we like to do is is leverage the power of the group, right? And leverage the power of our employees. So, you know, if you have even if you have a smaller call center of forty or fifty people, and you need to hire five, you know, have all of those guys. You know, first of all, make sure that they go and like and share all your posts. But then have them put that post out to all their network as well, and that's a you know that's a really easy way to to really saturate a market and try to keep it as as cost effective as you possibly can, you know especially if you're getting into the hundreds, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred people in your in your organization, um, you know if they can all band together and, and do that, you're gonna you're gonna get a huge organic reach um, that's gonna allow you to to schedule more people, and there's gonna allow you to hire more people as well. One of the other things that we do and, and have an extensive, and we, we pay a lot of money out on it, but I think it's worth it, is, is a referral program, right? So basically, our referral program is if they come in for the interview, our associate gets $10. Um, if they stay here for 30 days, it's $50. And if they stay through 90 days, it's $100. So they could, every associate that gets referred, you, know, you can make up you know $160 off that people and we have some people that it's almost like a side hustle for them right and they're 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 bringing people in and if you know if, if they work it's it's a win-win for us um and it's a you know it's a win-win for our associates too and it's a it's kind of an employee engagement thing as well so you know think that through um especially if you like and I always talk about this especially if you like the culture of your center and you want to bring more of those types of people in you know they always say that you are the sum of the five closest people that you hang out with. So there's a good chance if you like that person that's referring, someone like them or, or relatively close to what they are personality-wise is, is going to come in as well. If you hate the culture of your personality, then you got to be careful on referrals because you don't you don't want more of that, right, coming in. So a little bit of nuance to that, but you know, we, we're probably paying about $1,500 to, to $2,000 a month in referral fees, right, to our employees. And that's turned into a really big uh, recruiting kind of arm for us as well. And, and everybody knows it. In fact, we give everybody just referral cards to have, right? So if they're, you know, they're out at a party, they can just pull it out of their pocket like here and it has the phone number, you know, our email address um, so that they can, they can get a hold of us and, and know that we're going to be calling. So I think that there's a, there's some cool things you can do from that, from a branding um, aspect as well. The other thing that we've, we've done, um, especially if you are around colleges or um, in the universities is we've actually gone and asked if we could post flyers, you know, with the, like our phone number, you know, cut at the bottom, like old school, right. And literally where, where the, the students could rip the phone number 
um, and, and call to, to try to schedule an appointment to, to get an interview. So that's something I think that, you know, has found, we've found some success, success with, especially around colleges. You know, in, in Erie, we have three colleges literally in the city. And then, you know, one more about, you know, for us, 20 miles away is far. For you guys, for most people, it's, that's, that's your commute. So I think, you know, that's, that's another aspect. And then make sure that if, if you really need to, to get some people in the door, you know, having an open house, I think always works. Right, it's a little bit more work. I don't want to say it's more expensive because if you're if you're spending you know a thousand bucks you know a week or every two weeks on Facebook, it's it's probably not that expensive. But to you know have a have the radio station come, um, have some giveaways and some drawings, have people be able to walk around, see the environment, even if it's work from home, to get to kind of see the people, have people you know there right there to do interviews and hire on the spot. Um, I think that's a really cool way to to bring some people in especially if, you know, you really, really need it. The last thing that, you know, we, we do all the time is we, <laughs> we almost have a, an office in our, you know, Erie County unemployment office, right? And make sure that you're leveraging the, 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 the unemployed talent, right? That's in your, in your area by, by going down there, talking to those guys. Most of the time in the unemployment offices, they'll let you set up, you know, a desk for a day or two. Right. And, and they can refer people over to you and then you can interview and hire them right on the spot. Um, and, you know, these are all people that are looking for jobs. So I think that that's another make sure you have some really good you know relationships with the unemployment office. And then you know, to kind of ham and egg with that is, you know, the other types of, of social services um, organizations in your community. So, you know, for us, if, if, if we're really looking for bilingual agents, we can talk to the Multicultural Institute. Um, or any of those type of of kind of places where where you, there could be immigrants, there could be other people that are looking for jobs, um, and they probably have a skill set that you need, especially if you're getting specific with certain things that they can they can come in and they can help. And we found some just amazing amazing um, employees that way. One thing we do not do is we don't hire temps. Um, we have found that to be nothing but a, a headache. Um, I know there are very few call center managers out there that are, are listening to this have had good experiences with temps. Um, we find that we want these guys to be our employees. We want them to learn our culture. We want to really have control over who we're hiring. And, you know, it's just, it always turned into, into kind of a headache for us. So I hope that that's, that's helpful. It, it, at least if there's one thing in there that maybe you're not doing now that, that you could try, all this stuff kind of works for us. And I think you need an overall plan now, right? You can't just be like, hey, we're going to post on Facebook and, and hope for the best. There needs to be a recruiting plan for your organization to bring in people now, especially in the environment that we're in with people not really wanting to work, having a difficulty coming back into the workforce. Um, I think if you can do some of those things, uh, I think we can. Uh, you, you can really advance uh, the, the hiring in your organization. So again, I hope that that's helpful. I hope you guys all have a great 4th of July. And uh, I'll talk to you next week.